0: To the this station is now the ultimate power in the universe of Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because and they AJ, got great bantha. Yeah. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. Well, I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Thank you for joining us here in this. Second Tuesday of regular time, it is the Patanati Is it the second Tuesday? I don't
1: know.
0: Mm. First Tuesday? I
1: don't, I don't
0: know. We we've been watching Midnight Mass on Netflix, and it's bringing a lot back of my Roman Catholic memorization. The because key
1: word here is triggered. <laughs> well, some of
0: it's triggering, but you do realize um, how much you just remember that shit because it's like pounded into your head like a nursery rhyme. Well, yeah, like Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, and I can go. I can recite all the prayers, but uh, yeah, I was just laughing when I just, how much of that shit I remember. This is the first Sunday in regular time.
1: I saw one of my friends. remember as a kid, I never
0: figured out what regular time versus the other time was. I thought it was like daylight savings time or something.
1: One of my friends posted on Facebook about Midnight Mass. They said, um, and I guess this could be a spoiler alert, so just a heads up if you haven't watched it. Alert! She's like, yeah, I stopped watching when the angel demon thing showed up. And yeah. I'm like, that's when it starts to get good. Yeah, because
0: up until then, I'm like, oh, man, this is just like my childhood. It's just a bunch well, of Catholics yeah. who are being kind of pissy towards people who aren't righteous. Yeah, And I'm and like, hold, hold on, that's my entire fucking neighborhood growing up. This part sucks.
1: Well, and I'm like, if if you're watching it just for the church, like, then yeah. go to church.
0: <laughs> I mean, do you have, I mean, it was weird growing up for me in uh, Chicago, Southside, um, you know, again, I I mean this wholeheartedly. I did not know there were other religions, you know, outside of like Catholicism. Like I, you know. I thought there might be some Jews out there because Jesus was one, but I remember in our community, cause they were so tight, like every four blocks, there was a new Catholic church. Yeah. So your parish was very tight and it usually was like generations. And I don't, man, I remember that, that, that kind of fucking holy righteousness and who was, you know, more like who went to more masses and you know, who volunteered at the rectory and, you know, was, see that's kind the of, problem kind of is We match.
1: were super involved in my church. So yeah. like. We were the people that you would have been like held up to. Oh, like you need to come no. to Wednesday nights, no. Saturdays, Sundays, we were already involved. we
0: were already exiled because my mom was divorced, right? So oh, like that god. was like already, it was like, oh my god, this kid, you know, he's already on the path to hell because <laughs> mom and dad are divorced. And yes, yeah, so I I always felt very ostracized. So when we started watching Midnight Mass, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, like the first like four or five episodes. I had a lot. Of, it was it was internal. No, I
1: think it was like the first two because the first two. To, I, to I honest, forgot when it got weird. I say we're on like episode four. Okay. So it, it no, it's, we're on
0: like seven, aren't we? No, there's what are there, you there's about? only seven tonight. No, there's six.
1: There's six, and we've watched four. We have two oh, left. Okay, but so yeah, I'm no, last. I'd say like the first. Episode and a half is real churchy. I mean, the whole thing's churchy, but it's 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 a great show. I think
0: it's more than the first. I, I think it's the first three episodes. It's a while till they take the turn, and like for a while, like it was just very much. Yeah, like, but the, oh. it's
1: it's kind of sprinkled in there. Regardless, great show if you want to watch it. Yeah, great for you know Halloween coming up.
0: <laughs> great for recovering Catholics. You know, come on, in. that's weird stuff because it's all rooted in like such goodness. You yeah. know, all of it is. I don't care whatever it is that you're into, uh, Catholicism. Another form of Christianity, Uh, Islam, Buddha, Judaism, Wicca, whatever it is. You know, I mean, you all, everyone has their beliefs and there's, good intentions and the roots and it's usually when we organize it and when we try to start you know
1: oh that's when we mess it up
0: putting dollars behind it and, the, and yep
1: the money and they they, they they even talk about that in the show how yeah. like there's like money laundering going oh, yeah. on through the church what is that shit going on man and this it is like a small happens. place man
0: although at least you know the catholics have i don't know why the catholics missed the boat on like the mega rich pastors See, yes. our whole thing with the priest growing up was like, they take a vow of poverty. Yeah. When you sign up to be a man of the Lord, not only do you say, sorry, no booty, like hey, bam, no sex. sex is off the table. Then no we money. say you have to live in abject poverty yeah. your entire life. And you know, as the as the world kind of moved and i was exposed to more i started seeing these fucking mega pastors
1: uh-huh. and
0: it's more predominant in the african american culture and i've had this conversation with a very good friend of mine who's like a baptist minister yeah um and it's it's also in like southern evangelicals but like this gospel of uh, what do they call it uh uh financial some bullshit but they, it's like money. And like, it's cool yeah. for these pastors to be like, I live in a big house and I got the plane because I'm a preacher friend of God. And I'm like, whoa, like my priest used to like walk, right? Like they had no luxuries. Like they literally would go to people's houses for dinner in the neighborhood because yeah. it beat having whatever shit food they had back at the rectory. So it's, yeah, I'm odd that, like, the Catholic Church missed the boat on that. Like, how come they didn't rap into, like, the the uh, mega rich and we need more money and all that shit? Growing
1: you know? up, our pastor lived in a church that was right next to the, or, I'm sorry, a, a house. house that lived right, that yeah. was right next to the church. Sure, sure. And I mean, like, there was the huge church... And there was a house next to it, and then that was it. It's not like there was a neighborhood or anything. It yeah. was
0: just that's kind of normal. You see that oh, in like, it was in like super normal, non-denominational. Yeah. I mean, for us in the Catholic world, it was directory, right? Like we had yeah. the directory, and then we had the convent. Which the convent that I grew up with is sold. The church sold it. It's just an apartment building. There's no more fucking nuns. Pretty sure the rectory is probably sold by now, too, because there's no more priests. But, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's all, again, it's so weird because it's triggering to me to watch just because of my experiences, um, in Catholicism. And, and if you guys ever want to talk about it, uh, I'm, I'm open for that conversation. But um, it's it's because you do realize like there is so much good like you know um, the main all
1: of it's rooted in good like all like, of it
0: like the main characters' parents who you know yeah. it's like they're just trying to live a good life and they just want the best for they're their just
1: normal working people yeah. who have a, a deep faith and yeah
0: they want the best for their son and you know it's
1: it's just like a lot of
0: folks but then we fuck it all up yeah. you know we do
1: I don't care where all around the world everywhere we fuck it all up it's man. a good show though if you want to check is. it out
0: and then you're gonna look at me weird today when I celebrate that Mercury is no longer in retro great. Thank see,
1: God. See like oh. we'll
0: we'll talk about people dying and resurrecting and all types, you know, 40 days, 40 nights, splitting oceans. That's fine. But then I talk about mercury and retrograde and they're all like
1: <laughs> That's become Listen to the weirdo in the corner. I just read a big article about that though, how it's become like a scapegoat for people. And I I totally agree because yeah. Like, I kid you not, when things are weird, when things just feel weird, when people are acting kind of weird, yeah. I always Google, is Mercury in retrograde? Because it does seem to fit the narrative, and so, I don't know if it's like subconscious now, or if we all if it really does affect us. I mean,
0: today is the 18th of October when we're recording. You're going to hear this on the 19th of October, and yeah, that's like today's the day when Mercury's out of retrograde. It's been out of whack. For, I'm, it's been I'll a just weird, you, weird month. I'll just tell you personally, for me, since Mercury's been in retrograde, I swear to Christ everything's been like off you know guilty. Yeah. like from like just my my mental clarity yes. and just everything so I'll I mean listen for years I used to uh, believe it was because there was a Catholic God that hated me he was like oh, smiting me well, I'm like why, okay. why am I anxious today I, I must have angered the Lord and now he is <laughs> yep, making <that's> me <laughs> carry this burden so this is no different than that right I'm just saying shit man this mercury and retrograde
1: man. I'm glad it's over I can't I am it.
0: glad it's over you glad it's
1: over this has been a weird yeah. month man I have not felt right people are not acting right true
0: story man good it's fine hey aj got to um find out what it was like growing up in a big city for me today because uh she couldn't get anywhere because they're filming movies everywhere that's right this was a common problem for me i grew up in chicago um and more specifically i went to college at columbia college chicago downtown and it is right in the loop, right? Like, it's the famed downtown loop area, and we're on the Michigan Avenue, and we're all in the we're urban campus. And there was this little show back in the 90s called ER. Which, God, that's so yeah, cool. Which used to shoot all their exterior scenes. Oh. As, as you can imagine, it, they shoot everything, like, in, you know. In California. In California. Yeah. So they do one big trip to Chicago. Do all the outdoor all scenes, the ex- yeah. And they shut that goddamn loop down and poor college kids like me like couldn't get to their classes on time streets are shut down couldn't park anywhere so
1: here's the irony is that screw you George Clooney after I dropped our son off at school this morning um, so I'm submitting a a film for a a competition through um, actually the company that makes our podcast equipment. Road. Road. They are host and they're an excellent company. Yeah, great Australian products, company, yeah. Um, but they are hosting a film competition. It's called Road Reel. And it's like a three minute film. And I'm not doing it to win any prizes. It's more just to challenge myself because I know I'm not gonna win. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm submitting this film and it's due Wednesday. And today I had to do some pickup shots. So after I dropped our son off, I and I needed just shots of Tucson. So I drove around Tucson for two hours. Yeah,
0: because we're surrounded I mean we're a valley, it's not mountains. So you can yeah. get up and shoot down like pretty easily. Right? So
1: there's um and everybody and, and people on our Facebook page know it as the A Mountain. It's uh basically it's a uh, Sentinel Park Peak or something like that. It's a mountain. It's a mountain. Um and it has everybody, a
0: big A on it. It's got why. a
1: big A on it. Somebody did ask on the Pat and AJ page, yeah. really like, is A Mountain still there? I'm like, hell yeah, yeah it it's is for the
0: University of Arizona. It's
1: right. Uh, like there's Tucson, there's the highway, and then there's A Mountain. So All it's right. a great place. You can drive straight to the top and mm-hmm. you know take pictures um, you can also hike. I don't really feel like hiking today. So I'm like, I'll drive to the top. I get to like the second checkpoint and there's a sign that says you can only drive to the top, like Tuesday through Friday from two to 7 PM. So I'm like, Oh shit. Well, I'm definitely not a, I'm not hiking. So that was a bust. So then the second best place to view Tucson from Mm -hmm. like high up is, uh, called Gates something. I'm already going to forget it, but it's in Tucson mountain park. Not far from there. So I drive to Tucson Mountain Park. Gorgeous. Can't wait to go back and actually do some hiking. But all of the scenic view lookouts, it's like scenic view, turn right. All of them were blocked by sheriffs Mm -hmm. and Mm semi-trucks. And I'm like, how am I supposed to get to the scenic view? if you're blocking it and they're like well they're filming that movie here yeah, this week right. and i'm like eh, eh. Mm-hmm. but the irony is i'm like i'm i'm filming too so i guess i can't really get mad at them but well, still i'm hold like hold
0: on an <laughs> hbo max like that's what's being filmed i think it's a movie or a series i don't fucking know but um you know that's a little bit of a far cry.
1: Well, <laughs> someone
0: with is. their someone with their GoPro, GoPro, like I'm trying to get some pickup shots. Yeah, but I was also them, why didn't you say why didn't you, you go were get the pickup
1: shot for me? You should
0: have said I'm a PA. Actually, look, I'm I have a, a GoPro. I'm here to work. <laughs> didn't you hear? Here, I have a union card. Look, hey, the strike didn't happen, folks. All right, let
1: me end. True story. I'm. I, you should have shown union. Them your union card. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, went, right up there. I just thought it was kind of shitty. I'm like, how do you block off every scenic lookout in an entire park yeah. to film a movie? Like you, that's shitty. It's called
0: film permits, and that's. It's called Cash Money
1: to the City. So I took a beautiful drive this morning. Didn't get much uh, out of it, but it was absolutely gorgeous. I'll
0: tell you, man. And and not to kind of blow the horn of uh, our new town here,
1: Tucson. Blow it, though, because it is fucking gorgeous. I mean, really, this park Mm. is about, I'd say, 10 minutes out of downtown. You go underneath the highway, which everybody usually hits the highway because they're going to Phoenix. Instead, you go straight. And you just you are in the mountains right there and and within I'd say fifteen minutes, you can't even see the city anymore. That's how you are in the valley. It is just so gorgeous, it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I was uh, driving yesterday, which is I likely
1: was, why the film was filming there because yeah. it's freaking beautiful. but darn it.
0: <laughs> I was driving yesterday to get dinner, right? Like they sent me out to get dinner and and, and the one thing you have to remember, About Tucson, and this is probably in everyone's uh, best or worst of the city, everything is at minimum 20 minutes away. Yes. It's a spread out city. It has one major highway. It is not like Phoenix with like 14 different fucking interstates. No,
1: there is one highway that connects Tucson to Phoenix. That's it. And you really can't get to much in Tucson via that highway. You just drive the side streets. So it takes 20 minutes to a half hour to get pretty much anywhere.
0: And I think I spent about a good, I don't know, maybe hour, hour, 10 minutes out uh, driving because I had to swing by the bank. I had to do some things and then go get food for the kid at one place and get food for us at another place. And
1: it's never a boring drive. Yeah. Though. That's the
0: thing. I was driving around and this is right at like sunset too. And and we were already supposed to go hiking yesterday uh, for a sunset hike, which didn't happen. So I was like, just really soaking it up. Like, wow, it was just so gorgeous. I'm like, I can drive. I mean, yeah. I remember that was part of my life that I, um, I missed a lot for a long time because I was a, um, like a night owl. I worked yeah. either as a nighttime radio DJ. I worked in nightclubs, And I, I, I never hung out for sunsets. I was either working or still
1: asleep
0: and it's just fun to soak those up. And they're so fucking gorgeous here in Arizona, specifically here in the Tucson area.
1: It's just unbelievable. Like this is exactly, this reminds me of Calgary in a much better way because the weather in Calgary sucks, but Calgary (laughs) is a huge, I mean, except, you know, during the summer, but Calgary huge city, but one hour drive straight.
0: Calgary's like in the fucking Yukon. Yeah. (laughs) Here
1: in the middle of nowhere. Well, when my sister and I went there, I'm like, oh man, like we we flew into Calgary and I'm like, bam, like where's this little mountain town? It was literally less than an hour drive outside of town. And that's what Tucson reminds me of because we, I mean, you are... Less than an hour from like hikes in the mountains, from little mountain towns, it's just mm-hmm. incredible out here. I love it. I love the opportunity, like that I could just go hiking in the mountains on a morning when I feel like it. And yeah, yeah. I don't have to plan a trip to do it. You know, her,
0: um, yeah, uh, her, her. I say her, like my her, her father, my father-in-law. His doctor told him to uh, move here to move to Arizona for his uh, mental health. Which, funny, shockingly, would then impact my mental health. You know,
1: <laughs> she, she didn't ask you first. <laughs> she didn't ask me first.
0: But it was, and, and it was, but but it was specifically for because your your dad now, uh, just with all of his troubles, also battles depression and, and stuff. And she said, well, you know, you do live in uh, Wisconsin,
1: <laughs> which is to kind to quote of, my dad the other day on the phone. He said, "What's the weather like there?" I said, "It's ninety and sunny," and he said. Oh, you know, it's that time of the year in Wisconsin where it kind of rains every other day yeah. and you can't really make plans. I'm like, oh, it sounds lovely.
0: And so, you know, that's for a guy who already doesn't really get out of the house. And so they, yeah, they had talked about that. Like, hey, man, you got to get out for your mental health. Of course, I said, Florida, though, is a lot more affordable. <laughs> and it's a lot farther away from me. It's on the other coast. <laughs> go to Florida. That's where, you know.
1: But it's true. That's where I you mean, go. I guess his doctor was, they were just making chit chat and she asked about his daughters and he said, well, my one daughter, Lives in Tucson, Arizona, and she apparently like perked up and said, "That's a great place to live for mental yeah. health. You should go move out." Yeah, by do you know her. why?
0: Uh, gets her, uh, gets him off of her uh, <laughs> uh, caseload. She's like, "Please get the fuck away from me." <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds great. Alaska, yeah, perfect get for you. Go out to Alaska, here. have fun wherever you go. Yeah, no, I mean, it's look, obviously, it is
1: really. Trust me, even on your worst day, when you wake yeah, up yeah, and the is sun is shining and there's mountains and it's beautiful. And even this time of year, I mean, listen, it's so cliche, but I kept telling my dad, I'm like, it's 90, but it's not 90. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it is dry heat out here, especially after the summer we had. I'm like, it is really, really nice out.
0: Yeah, my buddy who's been kind of, he's a Chicagoan, he's been texting me since I moved here all about that. And uh, he just popped uh, over to LA for a a quick little visit. And same thing, because their humidity is so much lower, he goes, oh. Yeah, kind of get what you're saying I'm like yeah right yes
1: the dry heat is a real thing without the humidity 90 does not 90 is very very doable and tolerable here I
0: definitely know all the other old folks moved here for their mental health because I can see all the license plates around here now
1: oh trust me I uh I made a physical therapy appointment this morning and (laughs) um, weeks out (laughs) all of a sudden my physical therapy, and she told me this because I started going to see her in like late August early September no it was late August yeah and I'm like oh you know all the other places I called can't get me in for, like, two or three weeks. I'm like, I need, like, to get this fixed. Now, yeah. And sh- she got me in in, like, two days. She goes, yeah, she's like, the snowbirds aren't back yet. But she goes, once they come back for the winter, she goes, it's going to be really hard to get an appointment. Yeah, it is. Uh, I couldn't get an appointment with her this week, but I got an appointment with the other doctor. Oh, but it's very clear that the snowbirds are all back. They're and- back.
0: They have Medicare, Medicaid, and... <laughs> Old union uh health insurance benefits. Oh,
1: it's all right. Shit shit that you Listen, can't touch. I'll just I'll just pay cash, okay?
0: They're like, Cash, we can bill this fucking blue cross blue shield for four times as much as that, man. Get out of here. Yeah, you know, can I say that? By the way, let's go ahead and take a public service announcement time right now, boys and girls. What will be about 19 minutes into the podcast. By the way, hello, welcome to episode number. You seven, said welcome already. 79, though. I, I like to say the number.
1: Very nice. 79. In, in radio, we call it a reset.
0: <laughs> a reset. It's uh, episode 79. Reminds if you're just tuning in. Reminds me of 79th Street in Chicago. All right. Um. Listen, old folks. We love you, right? You've been around, uh, you know, you're tough as nails. You've seen some shit. You've seen some shit. I love talking to old folks. I was talking to an old guy the other day. He was born in 1930. Those are the guys you talk to because they've been through so much yeah. that they don't sweat small stuff. And they're Hell like, no. listen, kid, we sat through the Great Depression. We sat through the World the World Wars, Vietnam War. Richard Nixon. Uh, you know, yeah. they've, seen, they, they've they, seen it all. They've seen it all, right? So they're like, let's just calm down. But um, I know there, yeah, you know, this is kind of a thing that we say that there's a uh, respect your elders kind of culture out Absolutely. there. Absolutely, And you should. But uh, elders out there, I want you to remember uh, that's a two-way street.
1: Yeah. There yeah. is, uh,
0: sometimes the respect given is not exactly, um, earned. And sometimes, uh, the disrespect, uh, that is given out is not really earned. I got into my very first, uh, Tucson, Arizona road rage accident. Uh, and by accident, I mean, I just flipped out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing actually happened. Just, and
1: here's the irony.
0: Or incident, I should say. Incident. My we first were, road rage incident.
1: We were shopping and talking about road rage while we were grocery shopping. We were,
0: because a guy in Tucson just got stabbed like two dudes to death. Two dudes apparently were like jaw each other on I-10. Sorry, one highway. And like fucking with each other. They pulled over Uh-oh. and and like went to square up and the one guy stabbed the shit out of the other guy, killed him and then waited for the police to show I up. I mean,
1: that's, you shouldn't kill anybody but no. thank you for waiting for the police. But I mean, at least in his
0: mind, he has to think he has a justifiable case. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like he would have probably fucking took off.
1: And but, there's somebody just posted an old video to one of the Tucson sites of like, it was road rage in downtown Tucson. It wasn't on the highway. Yeah. yeah. But it was just a guy who had a dash cam and he wasn't part of the road rage but he was he, Watching just filming it, it yeah, and. Just the commentary. It was like a play-by-play of a football game. Yeah. But like the one guy stopped his car, got out, ran after the other car. Yeah. Dude's dog got out of his car, ran after him down the street. <laughs> so, There's a dog. And and they were you know the, the street they yeah. were on Speedway. That's yeah. a, busy a busy ass busy street. street. Yeah. And so like the the guy's like oh shit he's gotta go get it somebody get the dog. <laughs> get the dog. And I'm like man like this is a thing. It's a, I mean road rage is a thing everywhere. But like it's a, people got people have dash cams now.
0: Yeah, we literally were. In Costco, And yeah, I talked about that. I we said, were talking Man. about
1: road rage Be- in Costco.
0: Because we were joking about, there's a really great YouTube channel out there. I believe it's called Living in Arizona Now. And it's been, some, some dude runs it and he has a lot of great videos. Very informational. And he's really nice and really doesn't have an agenda. But I remember once he kind of talked about the gun culture in Arizona. He goes, yeah, you know, it's the old west. So a lot of folks have, have guns. It's not like a political statement. And he goes, but. But because, remember.
1: But, and then he
0: literally goes, so, you know. Keep that in mind before you go flipping people off and fucking with people in traffic, because a lot of folks have heat, to which, of course, I say, well, that doesn't give anyone...
1: The right to shoot you. Yeah, like, I mean... Me to, flipping off a guy yeah, who cuts me off yeah. doesn't give him the right to shoot me. However, you do <laughs> want to keep in mind that some people do have guns yeah, and under the front seat. I think that's what he
0: was saying, yeah. was, where he's like, before you flip the fuck out, remember, it is a gun-heavy state, Yeah. so, you know, you don't want to be on the wrong and side And trust of
1: that. me, they won't get away with it, but you'll be dead, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're so just- dead or
0: injured or, like, you know, whatever.
1: So, and, um, and you got to preface this with you were at the Costco gas station. I was at the Costco, which <laughs> is like,
0: I mean, Costco in general is like, like the you know, when you're shopping on a heavy day, it's uh, it, it's, it
1: was Saturday, it's too. intense. It's intense. I mean, Costco gas station on a normal day is intense, but like, he's like, I'm gonna go get gas because we drove separately. I'm like, oh, have fun with that. Like, I wouldn't touch that place with the 10 football because well, I
0: had like half a tank no. and I'm like, I'm here, I'm like, might as well. So, I go. And I get my, uh, so AJ's in her own car. We went, we met at Costco, we went shopping and uh, she went her way. I, I put all, you know, she went and then I said, I'm gonna get gas. I'll meet you at home. Go get gas. And I wait for the gas. No big deal, right? Uh, and then... Uh, it's
1: really odd the way you have to exit yes, this yeah, gas it's, it's station. It's
0: kind, kind of odd because you're, you're leaving the gas station. You're kind of rejoining the Costco parking lot. And there's but, a
1: super busy street right yeah, there.
0: It is what it is. I mean, again, I'm not in no fucking rush. Where do I have to go? So you just slowly kind of creep along. And as I'm doing that, just following the car in front of me, I hear what everyone loves to hear is a horn just whoa, just lay in. And you always, at that point, try to figure out who's it Who for. Who are they
1: honking at? Because it, it wasn't
0: like a beep, beep. It was a...
1: Yeah, when they, yeah. Was, when oh. they lay on it like yeah. that, you're hoping it's not you. And so I'm trying to like...
0: Like I do the quick like left, right. And then on my left, I see a car uh, kind of coming up. And that's the car beeping. And then I see the window roll down. And as the window's rolling down... It's an old man with his finger already up, flipping already me off. Up. Already up. He has his wife in the front seat. So it's two old people. And he's already flipping me off going something about a stop sign. About how that's your stop sign. That's your stop sign. That's your stop sign. And it's so weird because
1: you didn't blow a stop sign. Yeah, that's
0: that's the weird part. I'm like, okay. It was also um, in a
1: parking lot. Stop signs in parking lots are very iffy. Well,
0: because the stop sign was actually for the, the main road. This oh, is very oh, hard okay. without a visual. Yeah, but regardless, so by the time I kind of turn left and hit focus and, like, realize what car is beeping, and I see the window rolling down, so I'm thinking, you know, is this guy going to say something? But, it's like, it's like you know, everything's tinted here, right? So as the window rolls down, like, I just see an old man sitting there.
1: <laughs> With his finger like up. Like, flipping me off. You're like, what I do?
0: And I'm so sorry. Listen, I'm not... Fuck, I'm like more fucked up than anyone listening to this right now. Most likely. Maybe a couple of you got some more fucked up times on me. I'm not perfect. I admit all my mistakes. My wife knows my mistakes.
1: He does he does admit it.
0: Um before I blinked, I was out of my car Woo! in the guy's window. Oh god. And I said, What the fuck did you say to me, you piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> And he screams back at me, that stop signs for you. <laughs> and I pointed at him and I said, you don't need to be a fucking dick about it. Yeah. And then his wife goes, just drive.
1: That's, just drive." That's what wives do when men get into right? it on the road. Just keep, just drive, forget yeah. it.
0: She goes, just drive.
1: And he, if I would have been there, would have said the same thing. And then to I said,
0: listen to your wife, you piece of shit and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then he started, you know, driving away. Now, before you get on the wife's side, she flips me off as they're driving away too.
1: Oh, well, she's a wuss right? then. She, if, if she doesn't have you drive it, if she's driving away, she's a wuss. Grow some balls, do it while you're standing next to your car. Because
0: <laughs> I was in her window, because he rolled down oh. her, because he was driving and she's in the passenger, so he rolls down her window, and that's when I see him flipping me off. So when I come to the window, I'm yelling over her at him.
1: And and you're still not entirely clear on what he's pissed about either.
0: No, but it was more... You didn't, you didn't
1: run a stop It sign. was
0: more just, if you want to talk about that, that's one thing, but don't lead the conversation with... With a middle finger. With a and, middle yeah. finger and yelling at me. And, like, I meant that, probably with less choice words, you don't need to be a fucking dick about it. Yeah. There's a way to correct someone, and... You know, after
1: honestly honking the horn like that usually does the trick
0: like that would have been, you know, or, you know, you do one of these, you throw two hands in the air like, oh, Oh." you know,
1: but like this is very confrontational,
0: confrontational, aggressive. And this motherfucker was old. Okay, I mean, he was like easily 70s like this isn't like a like a young old guy who thinks he can still go toe to toe with you. Like, you got a guy who's like 65 who's like, oh, yeah, I could knock out this like 21-year-old. Not that I'm 21. But, like, he's not that guy. This is like an old, retired guy who ain't got no fucking place in this world even, like, you know, trying to do physical confrontation with people, right? So um, they drive off. I now have to like process what the fuck am I doing out of my car? I mean, it's, it's like an out-of-body experience, That's crazy. right? Like I have to process like what the fuck is going on. So I get back in my car, you know, I literally started doing breathing techniques and I drive away and I have like 30 minutes till I get home. Right. And so I have a lot of time to think about it. And I said, you know, this is a byproduct, unfortunately. And I say this because I was raised, I legitimately mean this, I was raised by senior citizens. Yeah. Right? My mom was not well enough to take care of me. so
1: You were raised by your grandparents. My grandparents
0: raised me, and in turn, they raised me in their circle. So all my aunts and uncles, I didn't have any aunts and uncles growing up. I called them aunts and uncles. They were your great. They were great yeah. aunts and uncles. All my great aunt and uncles were 60, 70, 80 yeah. years old. Right? So maybe that's why I'm kind of an old soul, or I think it's always the Depression, because that's how I was raised, yeah. even though it was the 80s. These people were like, no, it was 1919. So I was always in that world and I knew in that world there's an inherent you need to respect me yes. just cuz I've been around. Yes. There's an inherent there is. because I've survived. And and it goes with kind of the societal thing of elders, right? Respect your elders.
1: Yeah. Which you should, right? You don't yeah, want to go but, tell
0: them grandma to go fuck herself. But grandma respect is also earned. Thank you. And that's where I want to get with this is that it's a two-way street. And I wish I could honestly find this couple and apologize if I caused him any harm. I don't think I did. To be honest, I don't fucking think no, I did. No,
1: but he also owes you an apology. That seems like a gross overreaction but, for an incident in a parking. But you lot. know, but but on on
0: my part too. I know, right? Yeah. But so I can only accept responsibility for my actions, and you know, his is his life and his world. But it was one of those things where I said, you know, I think at the core of this, whatever the fuck it was, was someone who thinks because of their age. That they can do whatever the fuck they want and say whatever the fuck they want to whoever they want. And I don't know what kind of world that is. No,
1: that doesn't exist. it,
0: It ain't the one that I grew up in.
1: I remember the first time my dad ever yelled at an older person. We were and it was in a parking lot. Damn parking lots! Just bring out the worst in people. I mean, it's almost stereotypical. Yeah, we were parking, um, and my mom—I I would say she's probably she was newly handicapped. Like we were getting used to her being having MS, and we had a handicap sticker for the first time. And we pulled into a parking lot and pulled into a parking spot. Yeah. And you know, my dad's helping my mom out of the car. My sister and I get out, and this older gentleman strolls by. And points, and he said, handicap is for drivers only. Basically insinuating that, cause that. my mom wasn't driving, we, we can't the park there. And my dad- Yep. Lost I would it. have
0: fucking, yeah, I, I would have dropped that guy. Like, if as, that was my wife, you talk yeah. about my wife? Like, that would have dropped
1: you. Like, she, he's helping her get out of the car. At no. that time, she was walking with, like, a cane. Yeah. And, like, he's he's like, you I'll should. catch
0: that fucking charge any day. And, <laughs> any day of the week.
1: But that was the first time I ever saw him yell at, like, an older person, and it was so bad. Was it weird? Because you're like, whole, and yes. it's, it's also weird. Do you
0: remember the first time you encountered, like, a dickish old person? Yes. Because, you know, you do have, for the most part, hopefully, the, the seniors in your life when you're a kid are there. They're nice and they're warm. They're grandma, they grandpa. You have these kind of warm and fuzzy feelings, the nice old lunch lady at school, whatever the fuck it is. And then you always remember that first time yeah. that you get into it with a senior where you're like,
1: whoa, whoa, what's about on. sugar and spice and all that shit, man? I forgot where we were. It was recent. Recently, we were at like a public event. I forgot what it was, but there was like an older guy, probably in his like early seventies, late sixties, yeah. wearing a shirt. A public event, a yeah. family event. Family event. What the is ba- that? The front of the shirt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll just say it. it said yeah. Trump. Yeah. And the back of the shirt said "fuck your feelings." There you go. And I looked at him. There I'm like, "What go. the hell is wrong with you? Like, you are wearing a combative shirt on yeah. purpose." Oh yeah,
0: at a family. Event.
1: At a family. Like there not even children. Sell, they around didn't even here.
0: sell alcohol. This thing. No,
1: no, they didn't sell. <laughs> say- yeah, that's right. That's where it was. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Like yeah. you. Like children can read, and you're what like a piece on purpose. Of garbage. That's why I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with? you
0: again because he fucking thinks he's you know he's badass yeah. i don't know man It and like it was so weird because you feel bad about yourself like i felt bad like i felt you don't bad. feel
1: good when you launch on yeah. somebody even if it's warranted
0: i felt bad because of one you know i've dealt with explosive anger and and rage issues before in my younger years right yeah and and i worked out a lot of those those issues right like like my my mom if she was alive um definitely would tell you because oh, she, yeah. she couldn't top, stop telling anyone about all the shit I broke in rage when I was a kid.
2: I,
1: I mean, I mean I, I'm talking
0: fucking doors, yeah. windows, stereos. Um, I've seen have,
1: Pat, I've seen Pat throw a, a suitcase yeah. down the hall of an <laughs> airport before. I have, you know, I have literal scars on. Uh, my wrist. So you have trouble controlling your anger. Yeah. You
0: know, because I punched out a window. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So I've had these issues for. I've worked on them my whole life, and I've had them under control it's for not, so long. It's
1: not. Um. We we. What do you call it, Pat? For or uh, Clark Forty Three. Clark
0: Forty Three.
1: Basically, I mean, you are you are becoming the best version of yourself, yeah. but that is so oh,
0: so old school.
1: And if I was in the car, would wouldn't happen? Wouldn't, wouldn't happen. But
0: I was by myself. That's
1: the thing, and that's why when you told me about this, I'm like, oh my god, I wasn't there to like circumvent <laughs> it, like because that. kind guy's wife was there to be like just drive but if I feel like if it would have been you and him alone you guys would have sparred in the parking lot man I would have caught
0: an aggravated assault and battery because one touch of this guy would have shattered every fucking bone in his body OK, now, but it's like, again, it's kind of like yeah, age it's doesn't like give the, you age, the right to be a jerk. It's like the age old thing. Don't write a cash that your ass can't or don't write yeah. a check that your ass can't cash. Yeah. And it's weird that now we're in Arizona. And yes, I know it's the influx of seniors. They've all come back. It's the snowbirds. I'm like, listen, man, I've encountered some really awesome, cool senior people. Like I said, people have been around way longer than I have out here. And they have great stories and they're great people. and They have great insight. But.
1: There's always one bad apple.
0: There's gonna be somebody and I'm sure this guy was a dick in his twenties too, right? Like I mean you can yeah. be a dick in your seventies and doesn't mean I mean like oh okay, that means you just You were a, probably
1: always a dick. Yeah, you've been a jerk
0: off your entire life.
1: Do you know what you gotta do? And I found that here because yeah. um Arizona drivers put Michigan drivers to shame, and that's impressive. Yeah,
0: Arizona's awesome. I love it.
1: I thought people drove like (laughs) maniacs in Michigan until I moved here, and then I said, holy shit, this is a different ballgame. And
0: it's like a juxtaposition because they're either driving like a bat out of hell or they're the old folks who go only 12 miles an hour.
1: I was behind one of those today. like They just kept flipping their their signal on and off. They didn't know where they were going. (laughs) They They were going slow. They had, had, I think it was Washington license plates. I just laughed because that's like the joke around here but what i have found works for me because i have been i wouldn't say the victim of road rage but you know impatient people pissed off at the world and they take it out on you Mm -hmm. um it happened at the phoenix airport it happened at a stoplight here just people that are just angry you're really not doing much wrong but you rubbed them the wrong way yeah um i turned to them and i'm usually always almost always wearing sunglasses because it's arizona I give them the biggest ear to ear grin yeah. and I just stare at him with this big smile and they, I mean, it pisses them off more, but at least I know yeah. I didn't react. I got to that. That. I gotta learn how to do that.
0: I you got to learn how to do that.
1: It's just like, you got it. You got to think about it. Like you're not going to ruin yeah. my day. So I just I smile at him with my sunglasses on. I drive away. I <laughs> feel so
0: good. I, I got to learn. Cause I mean, honestly, that's how fucking people get killed. That's how, I, th- that's, that's how like an old man pulls out his pistol and then pumps fucking exactly four shots. That's exactly
1: what they were talking about in that video. That I guy could have had a gun in his glove. But but
0: again, it was like out of fucking body. Like, he just... Like, he... I say trigger, yeah, it's rage. A, yeah. but I mean, he, he triggered it and poof, like I responded, but
1: you know, thank you for, you know, not you. escalating yeah, you know. because we don't need that. Ever. And this is another
0: reason why Pat as a grown adult does not own a firearm. Right?
1: No, okay? <laughs> I'm very
0: smart. This is why I don't. But I mean, it's uh you know, it's one of those things where I accept my uh, responsibility in it and I do, I feel bad and I feel like me talking about it right now, hopefully um, help someone else maybe process that anger before they jump out of their car. But, um, you know, on, on the flip side of it, I just want to remind people, uh, l- listen, just because you ha- have survived, right? Because let's be honest, uh, you know.
1: It's really not up some to Some pretty us.
0: shitty people have survived a long yes. time. Robert Durst. Robert Durst has killed everyone, right? And he's survived his whole fucking life, right?
1: Harvey Weinstein's still Harvey alive. Weinstein. there's tons there's of a pieces of, of
0: fucking garbage. And, and just because you have an age behind it, right, like doesn't mean that, that you're infallible. You that, got
1: lucky. None you of got of, lucky. You n-
0: pulled it off. Good great. for you. None of
1: us know when we're going to die. You got lucky and you made it a long time.
0: <laughs> so just remember that that respect, you know, it's a two-way street. You can't wag your tail about this new generation and these kids if you're...
1: If you're an asshole too. Yeah, if
0: you're dumping out the same kind of disrespect and, well, I don't understand why, uh, what's wrong with these kids?
1: I've seen that online so much. Some of the most vile, hateful people that comment on anything online and any, any whatever website doesn't matter. Are older people, yeah. and they're always. It's like mid sentence they start bitching about younger generations. I'm like, <laughs> they have to get it out. I'm like, oh my god! But you just called somebody a pussy yeah. online that you don't know, like that's well, somebody. My day,
0: I could call you a
1: pussy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, get the fuck out of here. No, uh, you know, what die I-
0: and get off the social security roll. That's Stop what I say. It. That's what I say. Put Stop that money back it. in the pot.
1: Stop it. Um, what I did want to say though about this whole thing, and I think it's very big of you to admit that in in hindsight, you know, Thank you wish you hadn't, hadn't done it. Um, I remember a jab my friend threw at me before we became not friends anymore earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just she was just throwing daggers just because she could. I think she knew this it was over.
0: She knew it was coming, and so she wanted to get all the final shots in, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: basically everything bad she's ever yeah. thought she said it. And one of the things she said to hurt me was about you. <sighs> what about me? She said, "Um, and that fucking husband of yours." She's like, he doesn't have his shit together, but he thinks he can be a therapist.
0: Yeah. And No, I, I don't think I have my shit together. No, she's, and that's, she's vastly overestimating <laughs> how much she, I think I have my shit together. Well,
1: and that's what I said to her. I'm like, name me one person on this earth who has their shit yeah. together. I'm her, like, her. She she, apparently she does. No, she really doesn't. <laughs> um, But yeah, and I was like, what? Yeah. Nobody has their shit together. That doesn't mean he can't help people, though. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, that's such an important thing to remember with your therapist or whoever you trust <laughs> in your life. They got issues, Everybody. too. We're humans. Nobody is perfect. Just
0: because you know how to help people and conceptualize and get them through things doesn't, doesn't mean, your mean your you can help
1: yourself. <laughs> your life's probably fucked
0: you up, know? too. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Like Again, I don't claim to be perfect, dude. I'm the farthest thing from it. I'm the most imperfect, flawed human being I think you'll ever find. But if anything, I think I give people hope. You, too, can make it. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, old folks. We love you. I take back what I said about Social Security. Keep those payments.
1: Thank you. They're going
0: up five percent this year.
1: Must be nice. We'll Don't never worry. see that.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. Magically, your doctor will raise his rates five percent oh, too. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> but next time Prices you're, are going up.
0: Next time you're out and about, you know, and you're thinking about unloading on that whippersnapper who just apparently uh, offended your world.
1: I'll say the same thing to you. I say to my fourteen-year-old son: Before you react, mm. breathe and count to five. And it's a good chance your reaction will be a lot more appropriate.
2: And uh, so maybe you had a day like this, a day where you wake up and it's just already shit. You know, you're worrying about where you've been, where you're going, what potential you left off. You just have a bad day wondering about your life. and Then you see something that turns it all around. You reach out to meet someone, shake their hand. They're still wearing a fucking high school graduation ring. Oh, my God, that is priceless. Holy shit. Do you realize how great it is to not be proud of a fucking diploma? Do you how easy it is to graduate high school? Have you heard of No Child Left Behind? All you have to do is show up and then don't die. That's it. I get, that's a lot harder than it used to be. I get that. I, I think the weirdest thing about high school graduation rings is the people who wear them are the most adamantly against participation trophies. Some of you know what I'm about to say. Do you remember what year you asked for your, or you paid for your graduation ring? It was junior year. You don't have to fucking graduate to get a graduation ring. That's why I'm convinced every time I see one, they never graduated. They just don't want people to know. It's like when you see somebody with a shirt that says Harvard, you're like, that's bullshit. Because I can see you now. That means you're in my life, and no one in my life is ever getting into Harvard. (laughs) Know your fucking worth, guys. Four high schools,
0: four years. That was my experience, so I have nothing to contribute to this. AJ, do you still have your class ring?
1: Oh, hell no. I think I lost it in high school. Thank you. (laughs) I remember what it looked like, though. I <laughs> love, yeah, I loved it. And the the girls' rings, like you could get like the big guy class ring, those
0: big knuckle yes. like, like those uh Super it's like Bowl a Super rings. Bowl ring. yeah. yeah, you
1: could get that. I mean, those were pretty much unisex, but I chose to get like the girly one, the daintier one, the dainty one um, that was thinner in the back and had stuff. But yeah, I remember it. It had the sports I played, the instruments I played. It had my birthstone, and then it had my high school um, logo in the middle of it. And I think I got it in my junior year and lost it before I graduated. I
0: did go to four high schools in four years, so I was never in any one institution long enough to get a ring. ring. Although I do remember my sophomore year at St. Joseph's Catholic High School in Westchester, uh, Illinois, where they filmed Hoop Dreams, by the way. Academy Award-winning basketball (laughs) documentary. One of my teachers featured in it. Um, I remember them coming around. What's the company that does it? Is it Jensen?
1: Johnston? Justin's
0: yeah. I, I, I want to say Jensen. They they know They
1: did our um. They did the class rings and they did letter jackets.
0: Where the fuck are all the anti-monopoly laws and all this shit with school? Are they still Life, around? Life Touch Johnson. These motherfuckers have not been challenged for their spots in the uh you know business place in years.
1: I kid you not. I wanna, yeah. They're the I'm only like, ones. I gotta look this up. I guarantee they're you still they're around. The, yeah, they're yeah.
0: the only ones. So, I remember my sophomore year. Oh,
1: shit. They're based out of Tucson. (laughs) I
0: remember St. Joe's, like they came around and there was a day because I was a sophomore there. So, I think it was junior year when you got them. So, it was kind of like there was a day when they were there and you would really kind of start like picking and you could look at what your ring size was and then you'd bring this information because it was really brilliant. They basically- They
1: sold it to the kids- Who then had everything picked out and had to go beg their parents for it. And had to go home and say, This is what I want. Will you pay for it? And most parents probably didn't have much of a choice but to just do it.
2: Well,
0: you know, one of my friends, um, our friends, we both know her. She's a a single mom, right? Raising two boys. So, you know, it it takes a a amount of effort there, anyways. But she has one that's starting to get to that age. And the same thing happened where it was sold to him by the reps at the school. And
1: then he brought home the order for him and she was like, Holy shit.
0: So she literally was asking about, you know, are these really such, you know, still like a big deal and how many people still have them? And of course I'm like, well, I'm out of this conversation because yeah. I never even had one. So, but the majority of people, like everybody on there was like, yeah, I don't know where my class ring no. went or I, you know. If I, I had
1: to pick one thing from my high school career that I still care about, it's my letter jacket. Okay. Cause that is like, I feel like that's just so much, much more representative of who you are. Mm-hmm. You can put so much in a ring like I remember having to X out some I'm like okay I can't put theater in there I can't put basketball because I have this and I have that hey, that's and,
0: right you did a lot of extracurriculars yeah
1: so see but, with
0: me I did none so they know what to put on it They're
1: like,
0: <laughs> I don't know man they, like, they, uh, he
1: went here yeah,
0: he showed up sometimes.
1: But yeah, no, as far... If it if were to go between a class ring and a letter jacket... Like, I still have my letter jacket. Don't have a clue where the ring is.
0: How much those rings cost? You remember?
1: I want to say... Go on their mine, website here.
0: Click on that. Mine, Find out what well, it
1: is. but I know what mine was in, you know... 1999. Uh, I think it was like 125.
0: Fuck. So it has to be at least double that.
1: Because here's the thing. My parents... two, three hundred bucks. My parents are super smart. Um, I got a job like the day I turned 16 because mm-hmm. um, the guy I babysat for um, said, hey, I'll get you a job at the zoo when you turn 16. So I've been working. And I was... So I was working during a good portion of high school. And yeah. my parents... Could always be like, well, if you want that, we'll pay half and you pay half. Your
0: dad's been cheaping out on you since oh, he could. yeah. Since he's like, listen, I have another daughter to support. So right. <laughs> as soon as you can take care of yourself.
1: Uh, let's see here. High school. God, they look so different. They look different now?
0: They were yeah. pretty standard, just gold or silver. And they had, you know. The... I mean,
1: they are still, but they they look they don't look like the typical no. class ring anymore. I, shop. Here we go. Shop now. They have like the, um, the, the bands that are like, what do you call them? Everybody has them now. They're like either titanium or rubber. Oh,
0: stainless steel. Yeah. I'm yeah. shop now. I know... Um.
1: Yeah. Oh, I can't. I, I don't have since my school. I don't go to school. Shocker. You can't. You can't log in unless your school. Sure.
0: You. Yeah. They're they're trying to sell you that shit. It but was
1: what? It, but what was the price she gave?
0: Uh, I think it was like four
1: four hundred dollars. 400 Dollars. I 400 almost bucks. fell out of my chair. Man. And like I understand. And that's for, and, and the guys' class rings did cost more because they're, they bigger, were they're bigger. They're bulkier, which is another reason because I was paying for some of it. I'm like, I'm gonna get the girl ring because it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think four hundred dollars is. Incredible. Insanity.
0: Yeah, I and, and she was really just kind of quizzing on, you know, do people still have them? Because we're at that age now where most of us, at least in our you know age range, we've been out of high school for like 20 years. So, you know, it's, it's now you can do the full look back of, hey, what do you think? And, of course, she's dealing with a teenager, so it's just I want. I well, mean.
1: and it and, sucks, too, because, like, you can say, well you know, you're not going to want this when you're 30, you're not going to, you're going to lose it. They don't care. No. It's very much. I'm in high school right yep. now. I want to ring. That's, Absolutely. That's all they, that's all they see. And yeah. rightfully so. Like that's their life. They're not you're thinking about You're a teenager. About... That's, yeah. that's,
0: that's why we sentence juveniles differently than adults. Cause yes. their brains are informed. They no. just, it's very impulsive. No. Yeah.
1: And that's fine. But I, I do feel like $400 yeah. is a bit. but much. what a
0: great hustle. Yeah. I never thought about a great hustle to have the reps sell the kids. Yeah. Because if you had the parents come in, like the rep, well, it put would the be kibosh
1: on that in two. Seconds. I mean, that's
0: like fucking letting a sixteen-year-old go to a car dealership by themselves, <laughs> and then they just send the bill to you, and you're like,
1: "Whoa, what the fucking undercoat uh, paint?
0: <laughs> what the hell is this? I didn't say you could get a Porsche." <laughs> but I feel like it's that's a brilliant hustle because then the yeah. kids are just gonna like. Right. And then it's a status thing. Then it's like who has the rings, yeah. who doesn't have the rings. It was. Did you have the thing go on? I remember this my senior year um, or my junior year when I was at Hubbard High School. That's a Chicago public one. Um, Then the guys would give their rings to the girls mm. when they were dating. And then the girls would wear... Because the rings, like you said, they're obnoxiously big. The girls would wear like these gold chains. In the 90s, they had a bunch of chains on nameplates, all types of shit. But they would have one with like the guy's the ring guy's on it. The guy's ring. The guy's ring would be on um. it. I remember that one.
1: I vaguely, God, I know my boyfriend in high school had a class ring, but I don't think I ever, like, asked for it. Did
0: he ever? Yeah, okay.
1: I think the only thing he ever gave me, even remotely similar to that, was one of his football jerseys to wear to school, like, on football days of games. But, yeah, no, we were never, like, where my class rings were dating, no. I remember
0: that, and then there'd be drama, of course, when they broke up.
1: Of course. And
0: then someone's trying to get the ring back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, um...
0: I feel like too is it also depending on what your educational goals are is that the experience that you want to uh memorialize like if you're yeah. going to be going on like if your goal is to become I don't know a psychiatrist right so you have to go to high school you have to go to college you have to go to you know all types of schooling at what point do you want to say all right I celebrate this
1: yeah well and and it kind of comes down to like but it's more of the unknown like You don't know you're peaking in high school if you're peaking in high school. Doesn't
0: that suck for the folks who peaked in high school?
1: Yeah. You know, (laughs) I've talked about that with with a lot of classmates in the last few years and like we were very much the underdogs who were not popular yeah, and yeah. we all are doing really well now. Yeah. And we all say, damn, I'm glad I didn't yeah. peak in high school because those popular kids peaked in high school and now they're not doing, they're, they're doing nothing. They're like, hanging out, they're drinking, hanging out,
0: drinking Bud Light seltzers. That's so I it. mean,
1: it's, it's kind of hindsight is 2020. Like they're probably thinking their class ring is super meaningful to them because that's sure. when they peaked.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure like, you know, you're probably, you're right. The more of a classic, um, positive high school ex- experience, experience yeah. you have, the more you probably want to mem- uh, memorialize it. Which is, I'm shocked that why you wanted to, because your experience for the most part, you said, was kind of rough. No, it wasn't.
1: Rough. Socially, 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 it was, rough. it was rough. But I loved high school. I, yeah. I there's a million things to do, and it was a lot of fun. And I I loved my ring. I wish I could find it. I actually kind of want to go through that big box of stuff. All the stuff. All of my high school stuff. I wonder if it's like like deep down in the box Shut or something. Up. It's that, gone. You said it's gone, right? Well,
0: I don't know. Want, want me to order you a
1: new one. Absolutely not. Do you remember- Not for $400.
0: Did they do this in college? Do you remember them at like UW- uh, Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee coming up to you for like a Panther ring or something? Yes,
1: but it's not as organized because it's college, mm. so it's not like- And I, you're an
0: adult now, so try, yeah. try pitching a
1: 20-year-old. A broke-ass 20-year-old who's paying for college, who is on Top Ramen, you know, for meals- <laughs> I do remember they had First a... versus like a
0: 15-year-old, right? That's two different yeah. worlds.
1: They, they do have class rings for college. I know my dad has one from college. Does he? Okay. But I remember they had a, a booth set up in the student union. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, nobody was stopping at it because we're like, we're going to have to pay for that now. It's not mom and dad. I don't got the money for that. I just bought books. Man, I'm
0: I'm going to buy my own. I'm going to have my own made. I'm going to say I went somewhere. We're somewhere cool. Harvard? Yeah. That's it. That's what I did. That's what I'm going to do. doesn't matter anymore. Like, what are you gonna use it? for? Walk around. Hey, guess what? This this solidifies that I went to this school.
1: You could have one done for Fordham.
0: I could. I mean, I would.
1: But you could. But I could. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network
0: is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now. At Pat and AJ. <laughs> Pat and AJ.com.com.